Hello, everybody. My name is Michael Rosso. I'm here in the studio with Henrik Kudo. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Uh, Henrik Kudo is a fellow filmmaker, and this is the AC Podcast. Podcast for people who love low... Super low budget. Su- I'll say it again. Super low budget. Independently produced movies. Yeah. Mostly SOV shot on video. Some are shot on film. Mostly horror and creepy cult stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about, of all things, VHS. You know, before we started rolling, uh, I was talking to Henrik about podcasting, and this podcast is almost seven years old. Actually, it is seven years old. Yeah. It first started in April 2009. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Woo! That's seven years. You know, back in 2009, podcasting was un- well underway. We sort of envisioned doing this podcast back in 2006. Because at that time, Henrik was working for Alternative Cinema Camp Motion Pictures. You had your own podcast. Yes, I did. And what was that called? It was called The Freak Forum, way back when. In 2005? It started in 2005. When did podcasting begin? Uh, about 2003, there was a little bit. By 2004, like some names had started to be known, like uh, Adam Curry's podcast was really popular. He was kind of the grandfather of podcasting. Um, I used to listen to like Adam Carolla and him and Adam Curry. I used to listen. There used to be a podcast network that um, has since disbanded a long time ago. But I used to listen to a lot of shows on there, like Pacific Coast Hellway with Mark Yoshimoto Nemkov, which I used to listen to that show. It was a daily podcast, one of the only daily podcasts I'd ever heard. So I was very into listening to them, which made me want to make one. What was a podcast network? Um, gosh, I it was it was called. It's been so long. It was like um, Pod Show. That was the name of it. It was Pod Show. So you were one of the original podcasters. I was up there. Yeah. I was yeah. I was probably I was during like the the second wave. And that was uh, kind of around the time YouTube was launched. Yeah, YouTube was launched like two years earlier, like two thousand three or four. But it really, people started two thousand five. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to believe, folks, that, I mean, there was a day before YouTube. Yeah. I, re- I remember uh, when YouTube first happened, we were looking for places to, you know, put trailers and, and clips of your shorts and stuff. There were two places. There was YouTube and Live Digital. And I, uh, I feel like the guy who chose Beta, because I was all about Live Digital, because their picture quality was so much better. Okay. I was like, why wouldn't anybody look at YouTube? Everything looks so bad. And then, you know, about a... Seven months later, Live Digital's completely gone, and YouTube has billions of viewers. Billions. Billions. Matter of fact, just before, earlier, we were watching the famous how to, just, just uh, YouTube search, how to basic. It's, it's a trip. It's uh, very enjoyable. There are a number of YouTubers who, you know, um, make their living making videos on YouTube. Uh, folks uh, who review our movies, Mr. Tony of the Dead. Yes. Uh, the Cool Duder. Cool Duder. Sean uh, Phillips. Sean C. Phillips. Yes. YouTube is like a, it's, whole, it's, it's, its own world. <laughs> well, it's entertainment, but it's also a social media. You can make content, but you can also make friends, which is kind of awesome. But today, today's show, we're going to be talking about technology. We're talking about technology. We're going to talk about old technology. Technology that I don't think anyone really wants to talk about. Technology that people wince. I mean, they actually wince. And we're talking about VHS tapes. 
<laughs> yeah. In 2016, who wants to watch a VHS tape? Now, anyone listening to this podcast right now may be yelling, no one. No one, <laughs> no one no wants, one to, wants watch to watch VHS, VHS tapes. Tape, tape. But there is like a whole underground movement of uh, VHS swap meets, microbrew companies putting out VHS tapes, including our very own Camp Motion Pictures. Yeah. And I had mentioned to Henrik that back in the like uh, 2006, 2007, uh, Camp Motion Pictures, Shakarama Cinema, and Seduction Cinema were the last indie companies embracing and still releasing VHS to major stores like Hollywood Video. As late as 2006 and 7, VHS was still on the shelves of video stores. Actively, new releases. Yeah. So here we are, 2016, you know, what, 10 years later, who would think to watch VHS? Well, Camp Motion, we're here to tell you that Camp Motion Pictures is announcing a, a, a slate of releases this year, limited edition VHS tapes, mostly limited to about 100 copies, meaning that's it. That's all, 100 folks. 100 VHS copies of a title, and I'm going to answer your question because I know you're asking why. <laughs> And I can tell you why, because I experienced it myself last night. One of the first releases on VHS, we're going to talk about the slate in a quick second, but one of them is Henrik's Scare Waves. Scare Waves, yes. Yes. Scare Waves is a film you shot on high definition? Yes, sir. <laughs> this is a high definition movie that's coming out on DVD and digital. When does it come out? Uh, it came out in October of last year. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no problem. So folks listening, you can get the DVD, you could uh, stream it, you can go on Amazon streaming and stream it. It's slated to come out on VHS. A lot of this drive um, to release on VHS is, um, you know, that that credit goes to Josh Schaefer at Lunch Meat Magazine. Josh is, Josh is not here with us, I wish he was, because he probably better answer more of the genesis of what's going on. And I, I'm going to bring him on as a future guest. I can tell you the appeal of watching a VHS because I experienced firsthand last night when Henrik and I sat down and watched Scare Waves on VHS. This is a shot on digital, crisp, clear, beautifully shot movie, and we watched it on VHS. And the parallel is most folks know, many maybe do not, I also host the Film Photography Project, and it's the same question. Why in God's name, when you can get a beautiful DSLR, would you want to shoot a, a film camera? Why? Because the aesthetic is totally different. The picture you shoot is totally different. It has a whole different look, a whole different feel. It's a much softer image to look at, the film image. And in the case of watching a digital movie on VHS, I experienced things I've not seen since I was a young, much younger person. Guess folks uh, that are in their 20s or late 20s now were kids when they used to watch VHS tapes. And it's sort of like the character Bub from Day of the Dead. <laughs> you know, he's a zombie, but he's still picking up his shaver. And yeah, he remembers. He remembers, and it has, you know, it has, like, feelings to it. So when we popped in Scare Waves, all of a sudden this beautiful crisp image is now a softened image with little tape tears, with, with a, you know, VHS quality. And it, it gave it a very different edge, a different look. Very much. Yeah, it, it gave it kind of a warm and fuzziness to it, too. Because, I mean... I remember uh, renting tapes because the average American couldn't really afford DVD players until about 2002, 2003. So, I mean, I remember renting tapes in the early 2000s and, uh, you know, watching Evil Dead and having the, you know, and now our feature presentation. And, and uh, you know, you remember the grain. You remember the fact that anytime, like, the, the, the screen faded to black, there was still, like, a hum. Right, right. You remember those things. And it, it's easy to look back at those fondly. The irony being that it seems like 
audiences are flocking toward either that same memory of like it looking kind of rough or the polar opposite of like where's the new 4k transfer of halloween i want that right right it's like there it's the two great extremes in collector's mindsets but i i totally get it after watching i mean the scarewaves vhs available you know probably by the time you're hearing this uh wherever you are the fact that it had like the you know coming attractions logo come up and and then the trailers played before it and then the feature starts it yeah it gave me the warm fuzzies man i mean absolutely and you don't have to do anything. It's like a DVD, you get your menu, you have to select the trailers. I mean, this is, when you pop the VHS in and hit play, I mean, it's a presentation that is unfolding in front of you, and it's linear. Yeah. It's, it's, that's the order of the trailers. You can't switch the orders of the trailers. You can't choose the trailers. You certainly can fast forward through the trailers, which I did many times. But I think that our Camp Motion Pictures crowd wants to see the trailers. Yeah. And will enjoy seeing these trailers. And the, many of the films, although Scarewaves is a new film, many of the films that were releasing limited edition VHS are from the 80s, case in point, uh, or 90s, case in point, uh, America's Deadliest Home Video, Video Violence, which currently has a collector's edition. Oh, yes. A very nice collector's edition. Yes. The Basement. Beautiful which is big box. A beautiful VHS big box. These are all available at uh, alternativecinema.com. I believe you can also get them on Amazon.com. All the classics. Cannibal Campout. Woodchipper Massacre. Splatter Farm. Yeah. Beauty Queen Butcher. Beauty Queen Butcher. And it's fun. The America's Deadliest Home Video is comes in a limited edition package. You have not only the tape. You have the original 1991 sleeve. You have a keychain. You have a bumper sticker. And it's really just you know a fun collectible. And if you... Don't have a VHS player. Uh, you know you could just go into your garage or your attic or basement and just pick up your, your VHS player. And if you don't have one, all you have to do is walk next door to your neighbor or family member oh, and yeah. get theirs. And then, of course, uh, if you are like my dad, you know, my, my whole family is, you know, they're, they're avid TV watchers. And my dad doesn't will not upgrade to a uh, a DVR, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Digital video recorder? Like yes. It comes with your cable box, right? Yeah. Or you can get, what's the, the other company? that TiVo? Is that still around? I don't know if they're still around, to be honest. Because my dad says, well, you know, um, that's great, but if I, when I want to tape something, sometimes, you know, I want to watch it where I want to watch it. Meaning he'll want to tape it and then watch it up in the upstairs bedroom, or he'll want to lend it to his brother. Or he'll want to lend it to me. Yeah. Which is the case he does of uh, The Walking Dead. You know, I'll go visit my parents and, you know, my dad will have like three VHS cassettes for me. And it'll be like The Walking Dead because I don't have cable. It's amazing watching The Walking Dead in all of its soft picture glory. I honestly can say I'm guessing I'm the only, possibly only person. It's probably you and Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) Tarantino oh. claims he tapes things off of television and watches Okay, them. I don't think there are a lot of people doing this. No. So this is a lost technology. It's a fun technology. It's a technology I've had since I was a kid, and that was back in the 70s. So we were like the first family on the block to have a, a VCR. And my dad said, maybe you can help me with this, Henrik. I, mm-hmm. He said, I don't really quite understand it. The VCR we had, he said it fell off a truck. <laughs> Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm just a Midwestern boy, and where we come from, that's, uh, that's a kind of uh, inside theft. Uh, 
Well, we're here in New Jersey. <laughs> And if anyone listening has seen Sopranos, uh, Sopranos, in the early Soprano episodes, there's an episode where, like, a, a truck pulls up. It's a scene, and all the Soprano characters there, and, like, the you know, like, the classic back of the truck rolls up. Yeah. And it's packed with with uh, DVD players. It's a DVD. This is the advanced bootleg. These are the alternate takes, Tom. And I think it was uh, one of the guys, like, DVD players. Oh! We're going to be stealing thousands more of these things. <laughs> So since Henrik, we're right now in Fairlawn, New Jersey. I mean, we're right in the middle of Soprano land. Oh, yeah. And my parents live, you know, five miles away. And this was 1977. I mean, where do you think that VCR came from? Uh, yeah, I would assume from some kind of sketchiness. <laughs> yeah, having to do with probably some, you know, oh, yeah. Soprano-type guys. I'm not advocating stealing. And I was no. a child. I have nothing to do with this deal. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know, I have nothing to do with this. You were just following orders. <laughs> I was just a kid in the house. Okay. We had a top-load VCR. The programmer was just a simple digital. You put in the time and uh, put the programmer on. It would kill the power, and you pl- press the play record. So it would just literally just turn, turn the power on. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. And it was loud and noisy. So at 3 in the morning, you'd hear the whole house. You'd hear like it. <laughs> as it recorded Twilight Zone episodes. So, sadly, Henrik and I were discussing this. Um, My entire uh, recorded VHS collection I sold in, like, 1999 on eBay. My entire... And I had stuff like the Steve Martin special. Like, stuff that's not available. Yeah. SNL with commercials. Oh, man. From the 70s. Old commercials are so much fun to watch. So I understand the renaissance. I really do. And I think most people are not going to embrace it. But I think it's cool. And these are collectibles. And they're not really expensive. No. But what we've learned is they can be expensive. Because if you wanted, let's say, the original Donna Michelle release of Splatter Farm, I think you're going to pay like $100 for Easily. it. Easily. If you can even find one for right. sale. And then, as, and then, of course, there's Gary Cohen's Captives. Which came out on an obscure label. That's almost I think, impossible. I it was embassy. Mm, I for don't, some reason. Yeah, I don't know. It was under the name Mama's Home. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And it was cut. Like cut short. Oh, is that right? Stuff. Yeah. No kidding. That's uh, so. So I mean, this is all collectible stuff, fun stuff. I've made my case for what you know why. And of course, you can all get this at alternativecinema.com. Amazon.com. You could write us, podcast at alternativecinema.com, if you're looking for something specific. And we have a letter today. We have not been getting a lot of letters. I'm a little sad. You guys should, you know, if you're listening. I mean, folks are listening. I see the hits. Yeah. I mean, someone's listening, unless it's the same person just downloading it over and over again. I don't want to think about such a sad thought. <laughs> okay. Uh, who, who wrote us? Uh, this is a gentleman by the name of Jeff Morochi, I believe. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Jeff Morochi wrote, hey, Mike. Oh, hey. (laughs) Hey, Jeff. Thanks for listening. (laughs) I recently just, I recently finished listening to all the archives of the FPP, it's Film Photography Podcast. Oh, that's awesome. That's my other podcast, Film Photography Podcast. I am walking film maniac, folks listening, you know. And figured I'd give the Alternative Cinema Podcast a shot. I just listened to episode 52 with The Vanishing Hitchhikers. Nice. nice. Uh, and that's, uh, of course, Chris LaMartina's uh, Scary Story record, which yeah. he had funded on Kickstarter. 
I believe he did that with his wife, Melissa. Yes. Uh, I backed that. I got that in uh, October of uh, that year. Oh, okay. It must have been 2014, I think. I think you're right. I would be interested in possibly getting a copy of their record, but alas, quote, Da Google is not very helpful in locating it for sale. Do you know how to get a hold of a copy? Thanks, Jeff Morochi. Or Morochi. Well, well done. Thank you. And thank you, Jeff. Henrik and I are sitting here. We have like uh, like a... a question marks over our heads we think that i mean it was a kickstarter project yeah it never was released commercially yeah as far as i know it's not a commercially released lp i don't even know if you can get it digitally and according to jeff i haven't checked uh, he's saying that a google search is 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 yielding nada yeah that's kind of odd it is strange but i mean that's that's why you know they they uh they say how important the kickstarter is yeah it's exciting because that's the only way you can get it yeah so, Jeff, I, I think the best thing to do would be to follow Chris LaMartina on the social media. Oh, yeah, on Facebook and Twitter. Because that's the way you're going to, you know, because those guys keep coming up with really cool, you know, an LP, a comic book, a movie. Yeah. Um, I think that's the best way to do it. And that's, I guess, what makes things fun and collectible. Yeah. They, they have to have some sense of urgency. I just want to thank everyone for joining us for this special edition of the show, VHS. And we're going to be talking about VHS in the future. And you can find out all about our new releases at AlternativeCinema.com. We've got some, some great, great things happening this year. I'm very excited about the VHS releases because it's not just the VHS releases. For, exa- for example, America's Deadliest Home Video, uh, your film that's on VHS, uh, Scarewaves, or Night Terrors the upcoming VHS Cannibal Campout, Woodchipper Massacre. But if you see it, the VHS, and you're not like, you know, like, oh, well, I don't know about the VHS, you can go to Amazon.com and you could watch the streaming. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you could check out these movies. And then if you feel, you know, you want them, the VHS, that they're here for you for a limited time. For a limited time, folks. Podcast at AlternativeCinema.com. Please do uh, write in. Tell us what's uh, going on in your life of how you're doing, and uh, we hope to see you here back very soon.
okay, look, you want a video cassette recorder, right? Right. And you know that RCA sells Selectivision, their four-hour video cassette recorder. That's the one I want. What are you waiting for? Well, what if we threw in a free cassette? Well, okay, two. Two? Okay, double it. Four cassettes? Fourteen hours of blank tape worth almost $100 free if you buy now. What do you say? I would have bought it at two. Selectivision's almost $100 tape giveaway. We don't know when to quit. I would have bought it at one.